Hello, everyone. Welcome to Non-Members Only, the podcast for non-members. If you're a member, get out of here. This episode is brought to you by Escape Rooms. Fast track your mental breakdown today. Wow. What's up, everybody? Happy National Cookie Day. I tend to love cookies. However, I have not been able to eat much in like four days, which we'll get to in a minute. But let's check in with Michael Michael Motorcycle on whether or not his lactose intolerance allows him to eat cookies. I am capable of eating cookies. It's like one of my favorite things to eat. Thank goodness. Sam got crumble cookies recently. Have you had those before? No, what's that? It's kind of like, remember we got you those insomnia cookies? Oh, I dream about (laughs) those. It's similar to that, where it's like a gourmet cookie. You know, they're like, they're like this big and it's like maple. Like, are like soft? It's gooey. It's so good. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Well, hopefully, you know, you're able to eat cookies. You are eating cookies. You're living your best life. It is cookie season, I would say. This comes out right the first Monday in December. Oh my god, cookie We're in cookie full force cookie. Palooza. Yeah. Right. Full force cookie zone. <laughs> if you're not eating cookies, what are you doing? Right? This is cookie time. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we established that. Let's get into me not eating. Right. What's going on with you? You've been unwell. Yeah. Right. So I think well, last time on the podcast I was sick. I had just had like a cold. It was annoying. Yeah. But whatever. I'm pretty sure the week before that as well. Maybe not. Actually, I don't know. I'm losing track mm-hmm. of time. Okay. So it was a cold. Big freaking whoop, right? It was annoying. I got through it. it so the world and kids and work does not slow down when you're sick. Unfortunately, yeah. And unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. like, could, could everyone just throw me a bone, right. you know, just stop everything for a little bit? Yeah. And I got over that. It was just like, I still have like a lingering little cough or whatever. And the other night, Jesse and I ran a 5K. This is now a whole nother story. Where do I even go here? Let me start. Okay. Hang on. Pull it back. Take it back a notch. Before we do the, before I talk about that, let me just say that before the race, I started to feel weird. And when I say that, I felt not hungry, which is very weird for me Mm. because I eat on such a schedule that by the time the race rolled around at 7 p.m., it was about to start. I'm like, why am I not starving and angry right Right. now? So that was like a warning sign for me. But then we're like, you know, doing the race and whatever. And I forgot about it. I got home, went to bed. The race was a 5K, right? Okay. Yeah. It was through some lights. I went to bed. Yeah, I'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll circle back. you went to bed. In corporate speak. Yeah. Uh, we'll so, so go back. So I went to bed. I did not eat. I woke up the next morning and I was like, I don't want my usual breakfast that I've eaten every morning for the past, like, however many mm-hmm. months. That makes me feel good. And I was like, that's weird. What do I want to eat? Mm, nothing. That's weird. And it's Thanksgiving, mind you. So I was not even the the thing that was weird. I didn't have an appetite, but I felt full and there was nothing in my stomach. Mm. And I was like, what is that? That's not normal. So I just like went throughout the day. I was trying to like eat a cracker or something. I'm like, by the time I get to Thanksgiving at my parents, I'll smell all the food and I'll be able to Mm -hmm. eat. And that was not the case. I could not eat anything. I couldn't look at the food. I couldn't even eat a roll. And uh, it like just, I I don't, so I was delirious because I couldn't eat. 
I made sure I was staying hydrated, but I was mad that I couldn't eat Thanksgiving dinner and I didn't know why. I went to bed that night. I could not sleep. I was up at like three in the morning Googling things like no appetite, feel full. Mm. And it was like you have, you're dying. Right. Basically. Right. So were you nauseous or like, did the smell make you nauseous or were you just like, eh? No, I just, yeah, I was just like, uh, but I felt really low energy because I didn't eat and I never not eat. So I wasn't doing good. If I was like, I'm going to force myself to eat something that would make me feel Mm. nauseous. The thought of doing that. But so then the next day I still couldn't eat. And I was like, I think I have to go to the doctor. But after like an hour, I started to feel like a little semblance of a hunger feeling still no appetite. But I was like, the fact that I'm getting a little hungry, I think things are happening ended up getting cover yours if you don't want to hear it okay diarrhea Mm -hmm. bad Mm -hmm. what the heck was in my stomach to have that nobody knows i don't know we'll never know what came out organs (laughs) possibly i don't understand the human body i don't either (laughs) that that we've established that on this podcast And so, but, but the thing is, I didn't even care. I didn't even care because I was like, this means something's happening and I'll be able to eat. And I was right. I was able to eat. I had bone broth, disgusting, mind you, but it was something. And then I had those packs of ramen, Mm -hmm. like the bad kind for you. But it's like salty. I had one of those. It tastes good. Yeah. So that's all I could eat that one day, but I was happy with that. And then yesterday I ate something i don't remember just very bland food so you weren't you so, weren't able to enjoy turkey or mashed potatoes none of that no i didn't even have leftovers like even the we have them in our fridge i'm like i can't consume it so I are you can't. still like that now or you are you, you yeah. able to eat i'm able to eat but not what i not the food that makes me feel good like vegetables right. and fruit like that i i don't know i don't know it's annoying and I'm getting a little stressed out because stuff on my calendar is popping up, reminding me that my flight is tomorrow and to check into my hotel tomorrow mm. in Texas. Mm. This is for that like conference thing or whatever. Yeah. The running right. event. Corporate foo-boo, woo-woo. <laughs> right. Poo-poo. So yeah, I, just, I hope that I'm okay. My worst fear is always flying, you know, with an upset stomach. That's that's a, one of my fears as well. You're going to end up in the in the aisles. Yeah, I don't want to bring up yeah, that story. It's a story. sore subject, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a long-winded answer to why I haven't eaten. And uh, so I'm a little off right mm-hmm. now. That's okay. That's okay. That's You'll fine. be okay. You'll you know, get through it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, it kind of is There's to not eat. bigger it's stuff. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Are you going to go to the doctor? I'm not because I'm eating and drinking. Okay. If at this point I could not eat, or if at any point I could not drink fluids, mm-hmm. that's immediate. I'm going to the doctor because if you get dehydrated, you're going to end up in the hospital anyway. Right. I don't want to do that. Right. So yeah, I'm just I'm toughing it out. Speaking of um, stomachs hurting, I tried yeah. lactose free ice cream the other day. Yeah, <laughs> and it was fine. And I don't understand oh. how that works. I don't understand the science. I, did it taste like ice cream? It did. It tasted better than like the the oat ice cream or the, you know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So they just take out the little thingy that causes tummy right. bad. So how are they doing that? They find in cows that 
that are lactose intolerant and then <laughs> using those. Yeah, they they only use their yeah, milk. That makes sense. I think that's yeah, how that it works. Sense. They they test Not the cows. Checking. Yeah, no fact checking. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to put that out there because it was a revelation for me. I had blueberry pie and lactose free wow. vanilla ice cream, and it was delicious. I love that for you. It was great. That's very that's life changing. It is. We'll see how it holds up. It's been less than twenty four right. hours, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you're still in the yeah, danger I am, zone. But usually it hits me pretty fast. So like, okay. I'm hopeful. Let me put it that way. Can I, uh, before I forget, I want to, I want to say something about somebody that I met at the 5k. Okay. First of all, I, I met lots of people at the 5k mm-hmm. and I loved every second of it. Even though people are like, I don't want to bother you. Come on guys. I am standing in line either to the bathroom <laughs> or right. waiting for the race to start. Right. Like, that uh, please come up to me. I I am not busy. If I'm talking to someone or myself, just come up and I will, I will, I would love to meet everybody. Mm-hmm. And I love that this one girl came up to me and she was like, I usually wouldn't do that. Oh, she was so polite. First of all, she's like, hi, Aaron, my name is so-and-so. I usually wouldn't do this, but I heard, I listened to your podcast and you said that you wish that people would come up and say hi to you instead of being Instead of not wanting yeah. to bother you. So that's what I'm doing now. And I was like, A, I love that you listen to the podcast. B, I love that you like, you could tell she built up courage mm-hmm. to do yes. it. And I related to that yes, so I've much. Yes, I've had to do that before. So I feel that. <laughs> yeah. And so I I just appreciated her so much. I said, I'm going to tell Mike this and I just, I really like it. And I, I wanted to say that in hopes that other people also know that while you might need to feel like that to approach other people, you do not need to feel like that to approach me. Right. Unless I'm dealing with three kids having meltdowns around me, like that's that it's would be a little difficult situation. Yeah. yeah. But usually like at these things, I don't have my kids with me. I'm just chilling, you know. Yeah. Especially and, if we're yeah, together. So, oh, just yeah. come up, be like Game what on. up, glizzy gobblers. And- yeah. Say anything <laughs> to us at all and we'll be like, Yes, yeah. our people. <laughs> okay. You don't remember her name, right? I want to say it was Lizzie, but I okay. I don't know. Well, I met a lot we'll, of people we'll, that we'll night. Leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. There, we, there's a few different directions we can go. You had texted me earlier in the week and said you thought Bill Murray and Tom Hanks were the same, and I need yes. an explanation. <laughs> okay. Bas- the the simple explanation is Dan and I were watching a movie. Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, I didn't know Tom Hanks was in this." And he said, that's Bill Murray. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a new person that I never knew existed because I thought they were the same. <laughs> and I would like to point out that this is obviously not the first time this has happened. So imagine you are me, you're watching a movie or a show. You say, that's so-and-so. And the person's like, actually, that's so-and-so. Therefore, a new person appears in the universe to you that was not there before. This one person is now two people with two separate identities and lives. Right. That's kind of weird. So did you were you aware of Bill Murray as the name? As the name, I feel like I was. But you thought it was a different I, looking person and you didn't know what he looked like. Yes. Okay. So yeah. you thought Tom Hanks <laughs> and Bill Murray were the same. I mean, I guess it's I understand how you could confuse them. They're yeah. both older white men that are famous actors probably yeah. around the same age they, i feel like they have a similar face yeah maybe i was 100 percent sure it was tom hanks <laughs> let me just put it that way 
That's so funny. I'm not surprised. So, That's the thing. But yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I. There was also another one, Matt Damon. You thought I think I you thought Matt Damon and like Ben Affleck were the same guy. Yes, I still don't. <laughs> I both, still can't grasp in movies that together. one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I probably didn't. <laughs> probably thought it was the same person, this, or I didn't see the movie. The same guy <laughs> playing two different looking That's people. Funny. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm. You know, I feel like we should do like a test where I hold up two pictures of actors and be like, which one of these is right? Fill in the I blank. would. Yeah. That I would yeah. fail. We'll set we'll set that up. We'll set that up for okay. next time. I'm not prepared for that right now, but I feel like that could yeah. be fun. I I was gonna suggest just holding up one and saying who is this, but that wouldn't be fun because I wouldn't know. Right. I want to be like, here's a name. Here's two people. One of these people are him. Yes. And then I want yeah. you to to be like, well, I thought both of these were the same. <laughs> I thought they <laughs> right. were both this guy. <laughs> it would probably happen to at least one right. pair. <laughs> and it's a it's an unsettling feeling knowing that. I went through my life thinking that was one person. Right. There was another one you said. Hang on. Let me find it. Kurt Russell and Russell Crowe. <laughs> That's right. I mean, the names are come so on. similar. And don't they look similar? I don't I don't know. Actually, I, I can't put I can't think of what Kurt Russell looks like. They kind of hey, I'll tell you what. Russell Crowe. Oh, shoot. Now I forget which one I was looking at. Russell Crowe is the guy that did the gladiator. Okay, well, one of them looks like Bill Murray, Tom Hanks. <laughs> the same guy. There's like five yeah. actors in Hollywood that are exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. That oh, I can I can think of so many examples of this. Uh, one of the Baldwins. The Baldwins is a good Alec one. Alec Baldwin. The, the one that always messes me up is Margot Robbie look like actresses. There's like seven actresses that look like Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah. I say that like I know who Margot Robbie is, but I, I can imagine. Hang on, let it focus. <laughs> No way. Those are six different women. <laughs> Stop it. You're no. There's six different actresses. I refuse to believe yeah, that. That's the problem. I've I've seen We should share that. No, we should share that on our visual recap because that that's uh, that's a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, I know. It's messed up. It's so confusing. I mean, I, like I know I know everyone has like a doppelganger or mm -hmm. whatever, but the fact that six Different women would all be Hollywood actresses and look the, exactly right. the same. No, <laughs> I know. someone messed yeah, up. Someone messed up. I think they're hiring. They're thinking they're hiring Margot Robbie and it's just like some other. Yeah. And then they all become famous. Right. Yeah. That's got to be it. Yeah. All right. Last episode, you, uh, well, I revealed to you that in men's rooms, sometimes <laughs> guys go in stalls and they pee and they don't lock the door. So you end up like hitting their back if you try to open the stall door. You said you were right. going to discuss this with Dan. Yes. You discussed it. Yes. Update us. What happened? Okay. This update is twofold. Okay. Number one, I learned what Dan does, and it did not surprise me. He does not care. He will go in the stall. He will not lock mm -hmm. the door. Okay. Number two, he said, but the door wouldn't hit me in the back because the doors open out. Mm, depends. Okay. Depends. But yes, I, I understand what he's saying. Sometimes I, sometimes the doors do open out. Now, either way, like I was in tears in a ball on the floor cry laughing, mm -hmm. by the way, when we were having this conversation. Because whether the door hits you in the back, that's funny as yeah. hell. The other or worse. someone has to open <laughs> it and you're standing there peeing right. and they see your back. Like that is also hilarious. Yeah. And the fact that you are making the person do that right 
like you're making them push it into your back or that you're making them open it and to see someone's mm-hmm. there is so funny <laughs> to me that <laughs> like just lock the door so that the person that just pushes on the door, it doesn't move. They go to the next one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, anyway. I don't want that interaction. Right. And I just kept picturing someone opening the door and pumping Dan in the back. And I'm just like, he wouldn't, I don't think he would be caring. phased yet. He wouldn't care. He will, he, he's not at all. Yeah. I feel like also it has something to do, and I could be wrong, but military mm. ex, or ex-military people, they, there's no privacy in anything they right. do. They have to fall asleep, like standing up. They have to go to the bathroom in front of people, like right. shower, all, you know, all that stuff. So desensitized. I think, way. yeah, you're just like, oh, you know, no one's going to care. I'm not going to do the extra effort to turn around and like lock the door. And half the time, the door locks don't work anyway. Yeah. Kind of wasting your time. Right. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I would have loved to hear like you talking to Dan about it i wish i recorded it i didn't think it would be that funny honestly i thought i thought he would just say the answer and i'd be like okay i'll but the way that he says things it just i i was dying (laughs) how did you approach him about it be like mike told me i said we had this conversation on the podcast and uh, about what men do when the urinals are full Mm -hmm. and he said yeah you go into another stall or, or you go into a stall and as I was about to say, do you lock the door? He said, I just, he or, he filled it in. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't lock it or anything. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started laughing. Cause I was like, wow, he is so knowing. Like he, it's just part of the process that he does not lock right. it. And that was part of his right. answer. I mean, I know sometimes like if you have a backpack on and stuff, it's like hard to lock the doors. Some of those are yeah, so tight. Like you just, that. you just pee yeah. and whatever, whatever happens, happens. But yeah. I just think like if you were at a urinal, urinal, do you want someone that close to you? Like imagine someone tapping you on your shoulder while you're peeing at a urinal. That's basically what's <laughs> right. happening. Well, I feel like you don't you stand close to each other. You do, but there's a wall. Yeah. But you're not you're not standing behind the person. Right, right. You know what I mean? So So there is a wall between hopefully. them. In most situations there's a wall, like a little divider between the two. Yeah. I wouldn't say okay, in all okay. situations. And then there's right. a different etiquette that comes into play where like they we try to stagger ourselves, you know, oh, you, you leave right. a space. You, like if there's open ones, yeah, you, you leave a yeah. space. Okay. This conversation is reminding me of, we were going through footage from when we were in Budapest mm-hmm. and Dan, he was like trying to organize everything in case I want to make a YouTube video out yeah. of it. And we found seat reviews, bathroom reviews, like all this stuff I never posted. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to post it, right. but it's not going to make sense now. Mm, yeah, it's okay. Will it right. matter if it's like... I don't know. None of my stuff makes sense. I don't know why I If it's like, care. hey, this is a bathroom review. I'm in Budapest. Here's a bathroom review. I don't, people might think like you're in Budapest in the moment because that's how people yeah. think. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It'd still be funny. Right. Yeah. I was impressed at myself that I <laughs> did that. That you did something? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of footage, this is not on the list, but I wanted to bring it up. I I found a memory card that has someone else's stuff on it. Like I bought a camera at a yard sale from the summer that I bought. And then I was like cleaning it, whatever. And I, I there's a memory card. I check it and there's like someone else's pictures, family photos. And I'm like, what do I, what am wow. I supposed to do with this? I don't remember which house yeah. it was from. And like, oh, how do I find the people? 
You know what? They probably already took off what That's, they wanted. That was my assumption it. as well. Is like, yeah, people usually del- like remove the stuff, but then never delete the memory cards. Exactly. I do the same. Yeah, thing. I do the same thing too. That's why I'm hoping that's what they did. But it's like you know, like a baby in a pool and like oh, stuff like that. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't. I feel bad deleting this if this is like someone's yeah. grandparents and you know. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, if I mean, especially photos, like people are going to take them and they want to share mm-hmm. them. So they probably already did that. I wasn't sure if there was like a place on the internet. I'm sure it exists on Reddit or something where like mm-hmm. you can post a photo of someone be like, I found this memory card. Here's some photos from it. Oh, can yeah. Can you guys help me find guarantee. the family? I love Reddit for yeah. that. And I'm sure it would, you know, family would bubble up, be like, oh, here's their Facebook page, you know? Yes. So. Yeah, I don't know. I considered doing that, but that's a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah, it is. Have you been reading your vocabulary book? Uh, that was another update is when I got sick, 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 I stopped doing it was like it was survival right. mode because I had to like keep up with my work and kids and everything. And I was like, something has to give. And it was the vocabulary book. However, today I am in the office, obviously, because we're recording this. So I do plan to do my 15 minutes of vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And I would like to just give an update about it that because I didn't miss too many days. I think I missed like three days or Mm -hmm. something. So one thing that I noticed is there was this point in the book where I had to it was basically a review to test. It was to test what you learned so far and to see how much you remembered, I guess. And I did really well. That's good. But there were things that like I definitely they're not sticking. Right. And I'm not sure why. And I also don't know if I care. The other thing <laughs> yeah. is uh, a lot of these words. So so I'm working really hard, right, to, to learn these big words. I'm not sure why, but they say I should mm-hmm. do it. Then I get to a chapter. I know I'm not selling this book at this point, but it, maybe it'll get better. I get to this chapter. It's like, by the way, all the big words that you've learned, don't use them because it's better to use shorter to the point words to get your point across. Right. And I'm like, okay, so how I talk now? Yeah. Why am I reading this book? Right. Why am I spending 15 minutes a day? <laughs> yeah, for what reason? For 30 days. Right. So I'm, I, and, and that's where I left off. So I'm hoping that I get some explanation because I, and I understand why you wouldn't use these words. They sound ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of an example. Right. Because the reason I'm bringing it up is because I wasn't sure if you had a fact for us or something that you could share. Well, that's my, I'm, I'm filling this in for the fact this okay. week. This is the update. I want to be honest about the book. Yeah. It called you... And I'm a little it frustrated. It called you dumb to begin with. And now... Yes. It's being like, hey, everything we just taught you to make you less dumb, don't use it. Yeah. That's right. the update. Congratulations on doing so well in the review. Mm-hmm. Don't don't use right. it. Okay. <laughs> update next time, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yes. We need, we need <laughs> weekly updates on this. Yeah. Okay. Let's move into some stories. Yeah. Most of these, I think, are from you, actually. This one is about the a floating walrus. Do you remember sending me this? I don't. I don't. But I remember this post. Wally the walrus was given a floating couch <laughs> in order to stop him from sinking boats. So this walrus multiple times <laughs> would just climb into like people's small fishing boats and just like lounge, you know? Yeah, he's he's trying to just take a seat. But what happens is he's so heavy that the boat takes on water. Right. While he's getting in and sinks the boat. Right. And there's one picture of like the guy standing on top of the boat, just like staring down at the walrus and the walrus looking up. It's the third photo in the slides. Yeah. Yeah. And he just looks so disappointed. He's like, why are you doing this to me? 
In the fourth photo, he looks like a dog waiting to get let back into the mm. house. Yeah, he's waiting. But uh, in the fifth photo, the boat is so low into the water because of his weight. <laughs> I'm not shaming his weight. It's just yeah, very big boy. Yeah, so it looks like there's just like a they built like a raft basically for him, and he's he's looks happy there. He looks comfy. Yeah. yeah. So shout out. So shout out to Wally. Wally the walrus. Yeah, love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know. This I feel I felt like this was timely because yesterday or actually what even day is it? Who cares? Time is a social construct. <laughs> At one point in the previous days it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I remember my sister getting um pies from Costco one year. Yeah. She just went like buck wild and thought that family of 5 needed like five huge pies. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious how intense she was about getting these pies. Mm-hmm. And I saw this time-lapse video of all of the pie, p- pumpkin pies at Costco and a time-lapse of people coming in throughout the day and getting them. And it was like so satisfying in a way and also explanatory. That's not the word. <laughs> Vocab book. Yeah. That it, why they make like when you look at them, you're like, why are they so big and why are there so yeah. many? But when you see the people coming in, you're like, oh, that's why. There's literally that many people that need the big pumpkin mm-hmm. pies. Or I like it's it. the same price as a smaller pumpkin pie from a smaller supermarket. So they're like, screw it. Might as well get the big one from Costco. Right. And that's what happens. Right. So we get our pies from Costco occasionally and they're massive. Like you need 10 yeah. people to eat it. It's 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 deceiving. Yeah. You don't when they're when you look at the pie and it's surrounded by other big pies. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's not that big of a pie. Right. But when you get it home and you put it on your table, you're like, whoops. Takes up half the (laughs) the table. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting time lapse. Have you ever done an escape room? I have not, no. I have not either. Looking, hearing, reading about Mm -hmm. them gives me so much anxiety. And I cannot imagine if like my previous jobs or something sent a team in to do that. Like I I want to vomit. Just yeah. Oh my God, I can't imagine mm-hmm. being put in that situation. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's it's intense. You're timed. It's confusing. You have to think, but you're around other people. I, I just, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. even. And I saw this, this Instagram post about this guy locking the doors from the outside of an escape room with the escape room employee inside and then slipping a note through the door right. on how the employee could escape their own escape room. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I don't know. I Part of me feels bad for the employee in the escape yeah. room. But part of me is like, how are you that genius? It's hilarious. It's like, hilarious. how does your brain, how does your brain come up with something so superior to my brain? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I mean, the video is really funny because you can tell like he had this plotted, like ran yes. in through it. It's not a flimsy sheet either. Like, it's not like he laminated this mm-hmm. or something. The The clues. Right. It's so funny. It's really funny. But I, the thought of us going into an escape room is hilarious. Like, I don't... I would just cry. <laughs> I don't want to look for clues. I would cry and I would just say, Mike, you do it. And I would just stand there and be like, let me know if you right, need something. Right. I'll be over here. It's I, I have only heard stories of escape rooms and people are like, it's fun. You have to find a book with a red trim. And, you know, it's like, I don't no. want to do that. No, I, no. I lose my real I, stuff. I don't, 
Yeah, I I don't like looking for the my little microphone cord that I thought I left at my house. Right. A panic before the podcast, right. like that feeling is not fun to me. Right now, imagine you had to find the cord to leave. Right, that's 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 where I shut that's down. What it is. That's where I, sh- I mentally and physically would shut right. down. <laughs> okay, we'll share the video of the guy if you guys have not seen it. Also, when will the escape room bubble burst? I understand what you're saying. They kind of like all popped up all of a sudden. Yeah. When will they become like, when will everyone be like, all right, yeah, that was like so 2020 or whatever. It's also, what else? Oh, those hatchet throwing places have popped up everywhere as well. Yeah. That's what I thought of as well. There was something, oh, what was it? Oh, there was something that I was talking to someone about and they were like, yeah, now no one goes to those places. Oh, crap. Maybe it was something local. Never mind, actually. It might have been the wineries. Okay. Yeah, disregard. Okay, okay moving delete. on. Edit, delete. Yeah. When I think of going to the beach, one of the first things I think about is seagulls. Mm-hmm. Do you as well? What do you think about when you go to the sand. beach? Sand. Okay. <laughs> sand in your sand yes. everywhere? Uncomfortable sand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. I probably think of seagulls because we bring so many snacks to the beach because of the mm-hmm. kids that you always have to be on guard yeah. with the seagulls. Especially if the food is orange in color, we got we got reamed out by a badge checker one year because our kids had Cheez Its, mm. and he was like, "Your kids have Cheez Its. They are orange in color, and the the seagulls are gonna are gonna go after them." And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, are they throwing them to the seagulls because they know not to do yeah. that?" And I went back and I like I told the kids like, "Do not feed the seagulls," and they're like, "We're not." And I was like, oh, okay. And so I went to the guy and I'm like, they're not feeding the seagulls. And it was just the fact that they had orange food really set him off. I don't know. I didn't know that was a thing even. Yeah. I think maybe because crabs are orange. Some crabs. Actually, you know what? sure they're not orange. (laughs) Yeah. Let's let's actually, we're not going to fact check it, but they had an issue. So, so anyway. Seagulls, in my mind, are very good at picking up food because I've seen it happen. They will fly into a bag and pull out food from the bag. I've seen them open bags. They will fly. Yeah, they open bags. They will fly down and grab a sandwich out of your hand. Mm -hmm. Now, I saw this video that made me think otherwise of seagulls. Somebody put two crackers Mm -hmm. on an apartment building windowsill. They... They put in uh, the. Uh, they captured the video in slow motion of a seagull trying to cap get a cracker and a crow trying to get a cracker. Mm-hmm. The seagull looks like a golden retriever trying to catch a a tree. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, how you throw the tree and yeah, it hits them in the mm-hmm. face. The seagull tried for one cracker, completely missed, slid into the window, tried to grab the other cracker as the seagull's falling off the ledge. Right. Did not get either yeah. cracker. The crow comes in swoops in, barely touches the ledge, and then gets the cracker and flies away. Right. Smooth. I thought that was so impressive. I didn't realize seagulls were so... Dum-dums. Clumsy. Yeah. And But it, it does, now that I think about it, it kind of makes sense because when they grab food out of a person's hand, the person says, like, ow, that hurt. Mm. Probably because they're, like, slamming into their hand. Right. They miss. Yeah. Yeah. The, the seagulls are the worst. I wanted I to know. I wanted to put that on here because... As everybody knows, we only talk about the hard-hitting facts and news. Right. Crows are smart. Yeah. I th- I'm not surprised, but I'm kind of surprised at the seagulls being so inaccurate. At the- Same. Same. What are you, what are maybe these are like a different different 
These aren't shore the, seagulls, I think. is They're not Jersey birds. Right. They're not Jersey birds. Speaking of birds. Go birds. Go birds. <laughs> I'm just going to put this out there that I followed this one person because I saw this minted ad, which is basically it was them taking family photos, but it was behind the scenes. They have three kids. They have two huge dogs. Mm-hmm. It, the kids were melting down. The dogs were like, you know, not listening. It was funny and it was super relatable. And I was like, this mom is, I just get it, you know? So, right. Um, and this was on Instagram. And I was like, this guy in there looks so familiar. And it was because, as you know, I have been following Philadelphia Eagles on social media. I do not watch the games. So that will be the next step. I will start watching football. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I recognize that guy from their Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And it was Jason Kelsey. Yes. So I was like, wow, I'm going to f- follow his wife because she just is relatable. Right. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday I saw a video on TikTok. I did not follow her on TikTok. I didn't know she was on TikTok, but it was basically her saying that like the tabloids said that she said something she didn't say. And at the end of the video, she was like, as we like to do it, as we like to say in Philly, F around and find out or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, this is the chick that was in the minted ad yeah. that yeah. I followed her on Instagram. So I go to her page. And I'm like, I might as well follow her on TikTok. And it said, follow back, which means that Jason Kelsey's wife, Kylie, follows me on TikTok. Shout out. Shout out, Kylie. What are yeah. the odds of that? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'd have no idea why she follows me. Um, I know why I follow her. Right. Because I think she, we are very compatible mom people. Mm-hmm. And if moms had time for social life, we'd probably be friends in real life if she was not famous. Within the last like three years, two or three years, she's just become like more prominent mm-hmm. uh, as a figure. Yeah. Also, I, I feel like maybe this is because I'm kind of new to following the football scene, but Jason Kelsey seems to be like this and maybe because it's like the Kelsey brothers I don't know but I see him everywhere now and I was mm-hmm. like I wonder if he's new to the Eagles he was drafted in 2011 no oh, he's been there for a while wow was he always this famous what happened he was more like low-key I think it's just like we won a Super Bowl he gave like an amazing speech I love that he's just like a nice guy yeah and he's just been more relevant in like social media and stuff so yeah he started a podcast with his brother right that's so cool i they made a christmas album last year i think <laughs> i'm happy for them they seem so genuine yeah. yeah it's really cool yeah and i was telling aaron i was like you know we got to somehow segue this into uh super bowl tickets or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah although i saw a clip on i think it was from their documentary they had yeah, to pay a lot of money to for her and the kids to go to the Super Bowl that he was playing in. They had to pay for their seats. That's crazy. I thought that was I mean, insane. It, it makes sense because there's so many players on each I team. I guess, yeah. And if everyone was like, okay, you can have five tickets, there'd be no other space in the stadium yeah, for people. I guess. You got to start watching the birds. Right. Go birds. You know, the games are so long. I You don't have to prominent like sit there and just like fully pay attention that's what i like about it okay usually i'm on my laptop or doing something else and it's just like on in the background okay i also don't know what's happening and i also know that jason kelsey plays center and i don't know what that is is that defense um, or offense 
he's on the offensive line. He snaps the ball and basically just like protects the quarterback. So he's defense on the offense. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start a yeah. new series on explaining football in a non-football watcher way to understand. <laughs> right. Right. But I'm not the right guy to answer the questions either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you okay. Know? I'm not like that knowledgeable, but. Who is? Probably my friend Brian. Brian. Is the most knowledgeable football man that I know. Okay. We should have Brian on for guest segments. If if there's, you know, you have a football question, I'll call him Brian and be like, okay, Brian, answer the question. I he think knows. we should he- ask him. Is is a center an mm-hmm. offensive? Is is the center a defensive person on the offensive team? I, I think it's yes. Okay. It well, yes. then you can yeah. answer a football question. Brian's the kind of guy that will like see a play and be like, "Okay, they're going to throw a flag here." Oh. And I'm like, "How did you even notice?" No, that's too advanced. Like, too many people yeah, moving. No. How did you know where to look? No, that's too advanced. You know? Yeah, we would never. We would never get to that level. Yeah. We're talking, I just learned when we (laughs) met Juju that there were defensive and offensive teams. You learned that he did not throw the ball. Correct. Also, Which I think is important. Right. Because wide receiver does not. You thought everyone threw the ball. I thought everyone got a chance to throw the ball. Yeah. Not correct. So, okay. Well, you know, I better start learning if I want to be friends with Kylie. (laughs) Right. Football facts. Right. Maybe she'll be on the podcast. Right. Maybe she doesn't know football either. Maybe she's she's just too busy watching. <laughs> just married to a football player for yeah. She has more important things to to do than understand all the facts. Right, like watch three kids. Yeah, exactly. Um. All right. Move moving on to a different ball game. Uh, goal ball. Uh, as you guys know, <laughs> we we find these weird sports and we share them with you guys. This is goal ball, which is played in silence. It says. Visually impaired players rely on it to track the ball. Wait, these are visually impaired players or they make themselves visually impaired because they have the blindfolds on. That's what I'm unsure about. Okay. It's it is Team USA though that posted this video. I mean, this to me is so intense. Like I would I this is a this is a sport that I would absolutely want to go see. I think they're visually impaired. So that means that correct me if I'm wrong that they can probably hear better, right? Because usually when you lose one sense, you can your others are That's, heightened. That is the theory. I'm not going to fact check that. So it, That's what they say. It, and it looks so intense. Like sometimes they think the ball is being thrown and they will jump and like, but it wasn't thrown. I don't know if the person's faking it out or what. <laughs> right, that's the thing. They also know they also know where they are by like feeling the tape on the on the mm-hmm. court. So mm-hmm. they're low to the ground. I mean, it, I w- I want to go watch this. They are like Spider Man. No, that was a bad example. Who's what's a good uh super super person? Spider Man is a good one because he has his spidey senses. Spidey senses. So, yeah. 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 That's a good one. And they're obviously they're the right very track. athletic too because they have to whip this ball super fast into the goal. Right. And they need to be on like all fours and like feeling the floor and listening for the ball and jumping and blocking. Like, mm-hmm. let's go to a game. Team USA, I think you follow me on TikTok. Hook it up. I'd love to see you participate in this game. Oh my gosh. Aaron tries. That's a great Aaron tries yes. video. Blindfold you, throw you in a goal. Oh my God. I would be so scared. <laughs> I would be in a ball crying in the corner of the goal. <laughs> And I'll be holding the camera. Yes. Watching <laughs> laughing. you cry in the corner. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I think, you know what? I'm commenting right now on this Instagram post. Comment 
I will I will go like it immediately. Okay. Can I do an Aaron? We are uh, waiting for Aaron to oh, sorry, type this. Yeah. I, I'm choosing my words. I'm writing, can I do an Aaron tries video with the team? I'm obsessed with this. Yeah. Okay. Post. They qualified for Paris 2024. The Team USA. I'm sending this to Regan right now. I didn't even know the sport existed, and I love that it exists. Yes. It's awesome. Looks very entertaining to watch as well. Yeah. Mainly because a normal person would never be able to even attempt something like this. Like the skill mm-hmm. level, you can tell, is is next level. Mm-hmm. It's not normal at all. Like right. you're doing 20 how things at once. To, to, how are you able to tell where the ball is going to go by hearing? Yeah. It's something like we wouldn't understand because we're yeah we're low lives right just a bunch of trash people over here <laughs> we are Philly trash <laughs> Philly trash <laughs> you ready to move on or are you texting me again? <laughs> done okay no I want to talk about that I want to talk about Dubai restaurant food okay okay first of let's all let's set the scene podcast Mike and I will never be able to step foot in Dubai we have poor right. posture we are poor people <laughs> and we are poor uh, fashion. And poor everything compared to these people. Yes, we're okay. both in very oversized hoodies right now. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. There will My, be. I haven't looked at myself in the mirror. Nope. Yeah, we would never be welcome there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we can only watch from afar. It's a spectating <laughs> sport. Okay. Yeah. So somebody that I follow is, I don't remember his name. Anthony Anderson. Okay. I saw that he was in Dubai for a week. He did some kind of fancy, uh, you know, celebrity thing. and. Yeah. He, he's an actor. Okay. He's a famous actor. He's a famous actor. And yeah. maybe like Kevin Hart. He's more sitcom-y. Okay. He's a funny guy. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. So he posted that he stayed in the Waldorf something in Dubai for a week. And yep. I was like, oh, I'm going to absolutely scan through this carousel because I want to know what that's like because I right. will never experience it. I came across a photo of the food. Mm-hmm. All right, let's start with the fries. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if if I'm staying in Dubai, it's probably a million dollars a night. You can't even mm-hmm. get into the country if you're someone like us. Right. I would expect something better than public school lunch fries. Yeah, that's what they look like. There's they no seasoning. Yeah. Okay. The, yep. I, I I can't. They 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 look unpresentable on the plate. Mm-hmm. The rest of the food is blackened to the point right. where Which it some looks people like it looks dry. Yeah, the corn looks super dry. So does the shrimp. The shrimp looks dry. Yes. You're right. There's no like, that fish, I wouldn't even want to eat it, to be honest, just because it's got too many layers of skin and other stuff that I have to go through. <laughs> yeah, eyeballs. Uh, yeah. Like, okay. And the next picture is just like a huge bone sticking out with like some meat mm-hmm. on it. Right. Probably tomahawk steak. Okay. That cost $500, and if not more. It, it just, it, it's so underwhelming. The vegetables is really what... Oh, the vegetable is absolutely public school lunch. Like, the that probably looks like it doesn't have an ounce, uh, ounce of... Um, Anything. Seasoning, it, or it, it looks, doesn't even look cooked, to be honest. It looks <laughs> maybe slightly steamed with zero yeah. seasoning on it. Right. It's, it's offensive to look at. I can't imagine staying at a place like that and that being put in front of me. And I am, right. I am uh, not a picky, high-end restaurant person. Right. But if you're paying that much, you kind of expect want, a certain level of... Yeah, I want something I've never seen before. Let's put it that like way. five-star food. And I've yeah. seen this every day at, in public school lunch. Like, I, I don't want to see that again. Yeah. 
The only thing it's missing is a peanut butter brownie. And I would love to see that again. <laughs> if I can make better broccoli than them, then that's a problem. Yes. I, I would like, I feel like I could. I would like I would like the Waldorf Hotel or I'm not sure what it's called in Dubai. That's what it's called. To explain yeah. themselves. Tell us your culinary reasoning for these dishes. Mm-hmm. They don't even look presented well. Right. I watched it's just like on a on a piece of wood. Right. I watched the bear. Therefore, I am an I am I am a connoisseur superior. of <laughs> what I said. You're superior. Yeah, I'm superior. I know more than any chef. Yeah, and I know about presentation and I know about restaurant touring. You've also seen Bobby Flay once. I saw him. I passed him on elevates, the sidewalk. Exactly. Yeah, elevates your culinary knowledge. Yes, I'm now associated so, with Bobby Flay. Right. So you know. I want. I want. I want explanations. Like. And I won't rest until I have them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We need to know mm-hmm. what what is costing so much. And I would love to know how much it does cost. Yeah. For this guy, I, I'm was, sure it was for free. Him, for him, it was probably free. Mm-hmm. But for commoners, right? Probably hundreds and hundreds of dollars for both those meals. I'd say a thousand. It wouldn't surprise me. Tomahawk steaks are expensive. Yeah. So yeah. And they okay. have to price out the poor people there. They can't just have like a hundred dollar meal. Right. Did you hear about, about did you know that like the the clubs and airlines, they're overcrowded now because people are realizing like, oh, I'll just pay to like use the club so I don't have to sit at the gate for three hours. Right. And so they're trying to make them more exclusive, which I guess would be like limiting who can go and how much it costs and stuff. How are they going to do that? I don't know. I think they can do whatever they want. They can, but I mean, like, what are they gonna? What are they gonna do? They're gonna be like, okay, you have to spend X amount of money to even enter. Yeah. Like with this American Express card, like. Yeah, you have to like spend like if you're gonna buy a pass, it's mm-hmm. probably gonna be like twice as much money. Mm-hmm. And if you have, if you're a member, it's probably gonna be twice as much for the membership. And mm-hmm. they probably won't let you use it if you're like flying domestic, like from one state to another. Like I could see them imposing all stuff like that. Yeah, I know um, a few years ago, you were able to bring in a guest for free if you had an American Express, mm-hmm. um, whatever, Platinum or whatever card. And they got rid of that. Um, Shame. Now you you can't bring a guest. The other person has to have a card or something like that. Or you have, to, you have to spend a certain amount of money on the card in order to bring a guest. Wow. And I think it's an outrageous amount of money, too. So Yeah, that I feel like it's a little ridiculous. But, you know, of course, it's when I finally start taking advantage of clubs right we're just there for the cookies i'm just there for a quiet (laughs) place and a comfy seat right like i don't want sun blasting me in the face (laughs) okay like yeah yeah i don't want a poorly or poor ergonomic chair that i'm gonna get a tension headache because i'm trying to work on my laptop but hold my Mm -hmm. neck up you think Mm -hmm. i have neck muscles no Mm -mm. just wanted to say that Shout out uh, members lounges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's one more story that we should talk about. Uh, click the, I don't I don't know if you're going to be able to open it. It's a video that I titled um, Crazy Streetlights. It's a Twitter video. So I don't oh, know. Gonna... Why are you doing that to me? I just want you to see like two seconds of it. Why is it called Twitter.com if it's X? I don't, I don't have the answers. Okay. All right. I just copy and paste the link. I can see this one, by the way. It's a tunnel. Oh, wait, what is this? I'm going to throw up. Why is it doing that? So it says lasers are being used to prevent drivers from falling asleep on a Chinese highway. Oh, my God. And I looked at this and I was like, I feel like I would probably get in an accident. 
I f- from these lights. And wouldn't people with epilepsy like you? You w- this could mess someone up. They're strobing lights. Yeah, they, I mean they look cool, but like I wouldn't want to be driving. No. What about if you have so astigmatism? Says- that would be that would be streaks <laughs> all across my windshield if that was me. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to see anything. No. It says Mr. Lee, the person behind the camera, reported that these laser lights designed to combat fatigue quickly re- revitalized him and reduced his exhaustion during a prolonged nighttime. Uh, so I'm I feel like it's light pollution. I feel like it's not going to work. You're driving through it for like five seconds. How long is that going to last? I don't know. I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. we do things and they're dumb, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there was this guy there, yeah, all the time. <laughs> there was there was a guy on the Armchair Expert podcast, and yeah. his expertise is social economics. And mm-hmm. he was using uh, this example of when the government made texting while driving illegal, it increased the number of car crashes from texting because people still texted, but they were texting below the steering wheel, therefore looking down. Right. Instead of above and like, you know, still seeing the road. And it just goes to show that like we make these changes to prevent something bad happening because of our behavior instead of like Mm. really analyzing why we are doing the behavior. Right. And trying to come up with something that's safe. We just like we knee jerk make these things. You're you do bad. We make bad. You bad. Right. That's how like punish punish everyone yeah. for <laughs> That's a summary of how everything works. Correct. Like sh- crazy laser lights, light show. Right. It's basically a light show in in the middle of a highway. Yeah. It's going to cause seizures, and, accidents and maybe help one person that likes lights. Right. And I will um we'll share the video. Yeah. So you guys can see it. Okay. Adidas designed a shoe for like a grandma. Have you seen this? Look at the Adidas one real quick, okay. and then we'll... Oh, the box is... Oh, it's flowers. This is a really old lady opening. Not to be ageist, but she's old. It says it's one a 100-year-old grandma unboxing the sneakers she inspired. So Adidas did this collab, basically designing shoes that were inspired by this grandma. And there's like floral, like a couch, mm-hmm. and there's like gold accents, and... um. She she looks so excited to like open it. It's a nice bag. Beautiful, isn't it? Beautiful. That is so beautiful. On the back, it says always be a good boy, and he has been. I'm Naomi Phillips, uh, Grandma. I was born in 1923, so I'm 100 plus four months. Is this just a one-off pair? It's a great question. I don't know. I would wear these. That being said, though, I bought a pair of Adidas shoes that I, I saw. I don't know where I saw them, but basically art students designed them and the yeah. w- the winner like got their shoe made. Shoe made. Yeah. And they looked really cool. And I was so excited to get them. They're kind of like high tops and mm-hmm. they're so uncomfortable to the point where I can't even wear them more than a minute. Really? Yeah. But they look cool. They look cool. I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. I think some people... They'll sacrifice well, there's a that. lot of shoe brands that will like just make like a shoe to make a shoe, but it's not actually wearable. Yeah, that was disappointing to me. Let's move on to no bad, no sad. Okay. No bad, no sad. This is a story that you sent me. Yeah. So basically, Phillies, just like the Eagles fans, are ruthless. Like 
in many ways, okay? Mm-hmm. But so this is about Trey Turner, you said. Mm-hmm. He was yep. having a bad year. And mm-hmm. the Philly fans just ripped him apart. And yeah. the more they ripped him apart, the worse he played. And then someone was like, hey, let's not do that. Like, let's not be ourselves for once. Right. <laughs> and let's do the opposite. Let's give him a standing yeah. ovation. Let's, when he comes up. Yeah, when he comes up to bat, let's give him a standing ovation. Let's cheer him on. Let's say everything positive. They had signs. Like, it was it was great. And mm-hmm. was it that time right there that he hit? That's what it sounds like, right? He had a really amazing um, hit, or is that what it's called? Yeah, Turner responded by hitting a bomb, and the crowd went crazy. So it sounds like he got a home run, and then he played amazing that game. And kept playing and then, amazing. Yeah. And after that, he put up a billboard that said, Thank you, Philly. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show, I think I actually heard on a podcast someone talking about the psychology behind players playing poorly. And mm-hmm. it goes to show, like, when I watched the Beckham documentary, the same thing happened to him. When the fans booed him and everything, like, he had a really hard time and played poorly. So it just right. goes to show what some positive, some positivity can do to turn someone yeah, around. It, it sounds like that once the, you know, audience started to respect him and treat him, you know, like he's a superstar, even though he wasn't yet, mm-hmm. he started playing like a superstar. Yeah, I love and- that. Yeah, so t- it's cool. Take notes, Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly Philly. Yeah, but but in okay. general too, like even someone at your job and they're having a hard time, it's it's not going to help if you're like, oh, you're always messing up. This sucks. Why are you like this or whatever? Mm-hmm. Because they're right. they're just going to be miserable then and do worse because they're miserable, even if they're trying really hard. Exactly. So build so, people up a little bit. Build people up. It helps. Yeah, it goes a long way. And it's free. And, uh, In this economy, free. something's free. <laughs> In this economy. <laughs> right. Okay. I think that's it for the episode. I have a uh, review to read. Should I read it yeah. now or do you do your thing first? Uh, let's let's read the review. Okay. It's by um, Fifi Chris. It says, it's perfect is the title. It says, it's really nice to hang out with these two and follow along with their random topics. Not only non-member, but non-tech, non-judgy, all awesome. Great. Great to eavesdrop on people who are obviously just good humans. I love that. Thank you so That's much. Nice. Thank you, Fifi. Yes. Fifi Chris. Ten, 10 stars for you. 10 out of 10 yes. for you. Highly recommend. <laughs> yes. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, just like Fifi Chris did. And also, we love reading your comments on our Instagram posts at non-members only. We as in Mike, posts a visual recap of each episode (laughs) to remind ourselves and to show you what we talked about in the episode. So uh, chat with us on there. Let us know what your favorite part of the podcast was or if you have any information to share because we don't know anything and we'd love to learn from you guys. Right. Someone actually said something very insightful last time after my rant with um, about the signs being the leaf collection next week Uh signs or whatever. He said that, or she, I don't actually remember. They said that uh, it's because newspapers aren't a thing anymore. They used to put it in the newspaper. And now that the signs, they have to reuse them every year. So they just make general signs to say next week, you know, instead of like having it in the newspaper, that would be like, okay, next week it's coming. And then you would know what the date is on the newspaper. Wow. Um, Okay. Yeah. Pretty insightful. Yeah. 
So love that. I'm still mad about it. I mean, but. yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now I understand it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Wow.